At that time, the disciples came to Jesus saying, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And calling to him a child, he put him in the midst of them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Welcome everyone to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Traveling Pulpit family, you know it goes without saying in the 118th Psalm and 24th verse that this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I hope that you are as much as I am. Traveling Pulpit family, Jesus goes on to say, whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and be drowned in the depth of the sea. Traveling pulpit family, we're talking about humility as a child. You know, when we were children, there was a certain air of innocence. As we see our children, they have a certain air of innocence. But when you see our heavenly father through his son, Jesus, who sacrificed himself for us, the Lord God looks down on the blood that covers us and he sees an air of innocence. That's what he sees in us. Because we have become children. We have become his children. Do you not know, traveling pulpit family, that we were bought at a price? Not just a price. We were bought at full price. We belong to the Lord. Whether you like it or not, we belong to the Lord. And it is his justification that he will do with us what he will. But Jesus is telling us whoever humbles himself like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Because if you don't, he is telling us whoever does not will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Traveling pulpit family, I want you to know that whatever day it is in the Lord, it is the day to humble yourself in the name of our Lord. It is the day that that you turn from your adulthood thinking back into your childlike thinking. I know some would would want to look at it as how do I do this or why must I do that? Because this world has beaten us to a point where we don't think like children anymore. The world has become, has become so corrupt that we think that being an adult is getting a job, paying bills, buying a house, having vehicles, putting money in the bank, having stocks and bonds. The world has made us think that that is what an adult is supposed to do. That is what the world says 
that we're supposed to do. But what does Jesus say we are to do? He says we are to become like children. We are to humble ourselves like children. Meaning that we must have the spirit of childlikeness. Does he not take care of us? Does he not provide for us? Does he not know what's best for us? But the world has turned people into thinking that these things that are temporary in the world are the things that are needed to survive in the world. When all you need is Jesus. Over in John 3, Nicodemus had to come to Jesus by night in an order to persuade Jesus to join their group. That's why he came to him at night. I believe Nicodemus came to him at night to butter Jesus up, to try and get a foothold in his mind so that he can join them in their corrupt band of adults. But Jesus being a child himself. Just study the scripture, y'all. Jesus was still a child. He had the childlike faith, the childlike humility, and he's teaching us how to be children, having the childlike faith and a childlike mentality, even as adults. Just check this out. John three, he says, Rabbi, this is Nicodemus talking, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher come from God for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him trying to butter him up, trying to find a way in to the mind of Jesus, trying to find a, a, a weakness in Jesus's flesh. Now, Jesus was already tempted coming out of the garden in his weakness, being tempted by Satan. So now Jesus again is looking at temptation by another high ranking um, a spiritual official, but Jesus sees him as an adult. That's how he sees him. He sees him as an adult. And so Jesus bust his whole world up, bust his whole world up. When Jesus opens his mouth and says to him, truly, truly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Huh? Blue. Blew Nicodemus right up because you can imagine Nicodemus had some more buttering up to do. He had some more bread and butter words that he was going to lay heavy on Jesus. But when Jesus answered him this, man, it just ripped Nicodemus whole world apart. There was nothing else he could say. Imagine Nicodemus being told this, which he was just told this because it's written. But imagine through your imagination Imagine being told that being being in the very place where this was being told to Nicodemus. Can you imagine what his face must have looked like? The, the shock and awe that, that came over his face when Jesus told him, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. That had nothing to do with why Nicodemus was there. Nothing but Jesus busted him out. So Nicodemus, all he could say was, how can it be a man be born when he is old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? How 
this is a high ranking official in the building called the church or the synagogue. It wasn't called the church. Then it was a synagogue. This is a high ranking official in the synagogue. This is as high as you can go. These, these are the men who are the brains. They are the smartest of the smarts. They have the scripture. They have They have been studying the scripture since they were children. So these are the men who the people go to for answers about God. And this man asked this question. How can it be? A, how can a man enter into his mother's womb a second time and be born? That's what Nicodemus came up with. Jesus answered him. Unless one is born of water and spirit, he cannot see or he cannot enter the kingdom of God. Nicodemus didn't know what else to say because he was busted. He could no longer try and butter Jesus flesh up because Jesus being a child thought through the mind of a child, through the humility of a child. And told him what Nicodemus was unprepared to hear. The truth. That's it. Nicodemus was unprepared to hear the truth. Because these were the men who held the power over the people. So they could tell the people what the people wanted to hear. And the people had to believe it as truth. But Jesus has come to set it right. So that what comes out of his mouth is truth. And Jesus just told Nicodemus what? The truth. First Corinthians 14, uh, 13 and 11, Paul says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up childish ways. Paul is letting us know that though he gave up childish ways, he did not give up the childlike spirit. He did not give up the humility. He did not give up depending on. On, the heaven, on his heavenly father for his needs. What does a child depend on? A child depends on their parents. For what? For food, for shelter, for clothing, for love. That's what a child looks at a parent for and looks to a parent for. But the world has told us as adults, you are the providers. You are the nurturers. You are the ones who are responsible for you. Well, where does that leave God? Oh, the world says there is no room for God. There's no room for him. Why? Because you're an adult. So you don't need him. That's what the world says. But what does the word say? The word says, unless you turn and become like children, Whoever humbles himself like this child. That's what the word says. The world says something else. But the word says, unless you turn and become like children. The word says, whoever humbles himself like this child. An adult does not humble. Because an adult is of the world. A child and a child likeness humbles himself in the presence of the word. Let's look at some child likeness real quick before we close. 
let's go over to Genesis 6. I want to show you some childlikeness real quick before we close. Genesis 6, the story of Noah. Noah was the only man on the face of the earth that had had been found with favor in the eyes of the Lord. Genesis 6 talks about the increasing corruption on the earth and how none on the earth was worth saving. Not one, not Noah's wife, not Noah's children, not Noah's daughter-in-laws, not one was worth saving on earth. But Noah had been found with favor on the eyes, in the eyes of the Lord. He was the last man standing traveling pulpit family. He was the 10th man from Adam who received the humility from his daddy Lamech, who received humility from his daddy Methuselah, who received humility from his daddy Enoch. The great grandson of Enoch, the man who walked with the Lord 350 years and was taken and not seen again because the Lord took him. Passed down humility to his son, his grandson and on to his great grandson. Traveling pulpit family. Noah had child had a childlike spirit. He was humble before the Lord. And the Lord found favor in him. Now, you know, Genesis six about the flood. The thing that happened about the flood was that the Lord was going to destroy the entire earth and no one knew that it was coming. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord and was trying to warn everybody about what God told him what was going to happen. And guess what? No one listened. No one listened. But when it came time for it to rain, because it had not rained on the earth, God told Noah to take his family, all eight of them, including Noah, and go into the ark and close the door, shut the door. People had heard the warning. But the world was so corrupt that they could not hear because they were full of adults. But one, the last man standing who had the humility of a child was saved and saved his entire family. Not even his family was found with favor in the eyes of the Lord. Just Noah himself. That says something. Now we are in the days and times where it's every man for himself. Every man, woman, and child, you better make that relationship with him and make your election sure about him unless you find yourself locked out. It's not to scare you, traveling pulpit family. It's to bring awareness to you. The Lord saved Noah and his family because of Noah's belief. Because the Lord found favor in Noah. It was nothing that Noah did on his own. It was how he lived his life. He lived his life with childlike humility. Let's look at another real quick. 
Let's go over to Genesis 12, Abram. You know, childlike humility is believing, is believing because a child will believe everything you tell them. A child believes everything that you tell them is good. Look at what they're doing to children nowadays, traveling pulpit family, telling a child that they can be a girl when they're a boy, telling them that they can have a vagina when they were born with a penis and they can have a penis when they were born with a vagina. How stupid is that? But guess what? It's what children are believing because children believe what we tell them. But if you do not have that childlikeness, if you do not have that childlikeness, if you do not have that childlike humility, the Lord cannot use you. The Lord can't use these adults because they are adults. And what happens when you become an adult? You die. You become worthless. You have nothing that the Lord can find worthful in you. You are worthless. Abram was told by God in Genesis 12, to go from your country and your kindred, your father's house, and to the land I will show you. And he told Abram these words, and I will make you a great nation, and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. He says, I will bless those who bless you, and him who dishonors you, I will curse. And in you, all the families of the earth will be blessed. So what did Abram do? Abram went. Why did Abram go? Because Abram believed God. He believed him because he had childlike faith. He believed him because he had the spirit of humility like a child does. He believed him. And over in Genesis 15, when Noah, when Noah, when Abram cried out to the Lord in Noah, I mean, uh, Genesis uh, 15 and four, he says, uh, 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 15, three, I'm sorry, going into four, he says, behold, you have given me no offspring uh, and a member of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him, the word of the Lord, because Abram was humble. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, look toward heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then he said, so shall your offspring be. That's all the Lord had to say. And because of Abram's humility, because of his childlikeness, because he humbled himself before the Lord. Abram believed and the Lord counted to him as righteousness. Imagine the Lord telling you something and you believe the Lord. Can you not imagine the righteousness that's added to you because you believe the Lord? There are so many adults who have missed out on the blessings that are not of this world because of what they don't believe. But when you have that childlike humility, when you come to Jesus like a child, when you humble yourself and when you 
turn and become like children. The blessings that come from the Lord is unimaginable, unimaginable. It's unimaginable. But traveling pulpit family, I wanted to deliver that word to you today so that you will come to the Lord. You will turn from your wicked ways, become like children before him. You will humble yourself in his presence so that you can inherit the kingdom of heaven, kingdom of God. You may be wanting to know how is that possible that you can turn from your wicked ways or you can become like a child. Well, it's real simple. All you have to do is go to Romans 10, 9. Romans 10, 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And when you're saved, you will become like a child. Having the belief in the Lord, having the belief in his word, allowing the word to change you. Remember, Jeremiah 1 5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. So he already knows who you are. It's just a matter of you coming to him like a child. It's a matter of you turning to become that which he has created you to be children. He is our father and he provides for us and he will provide for us. All these things that you're seeing on the news right now, just a bunch of jibber jabber. This is his world. He created this world. We cannot destroy his world. We cannot destroy what he created. We can only destroy each other. And that's all they want to do is to continue to destroy each other. But when you come to him with humility, when you come to him as a child, you have protection this world cannot do, cannot harm you. So that's what I wanted to bring to you today, Traveling Pulpit family. That is the word. Humble yourselves before the Lord and become like children so that you will be able to enter the kingdom of heaven and be great in the kingdom of heaven. God bless you. I love you. I just want you to, to know, tell the goodness of the Lord wherever you go. And if necessary, use words. But until then, I am Vernon Sheridan with the man with the unscripted voice. And I look forward to doing this with you again real soon. I love you. Bye for now.